Good morning, and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlos. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. What are we doing, Karen? Psychic readings. Okay. All right. So, two psychics sitting in the same room. I know some people already know that, but just for the beginners or the people who are joining us for the first time, both of us are psychic. And this um, topic today is chosen uh, by me because of the different type of psychic readings that we do. Okay. And I just thought it would be interesting for people to hear how they can be different. Do you want to begin with one or do you want me to? What do you want? Well, you're just, so we're just giving different uh, examples of how psychic can be different? Yeah. And you know, I have one prepared that I want to talk about. Well, I think, and I don't know if this is going to step on your toes a bit, but I know that psychic can be left wide open where Mm -hmm. people say anything about my future, but don't have any kind of specific direction or question. Mm -hmm. And then there are the type of psychic readings where people ask specifically uh, to tell us about maybe their career or a classic one. A lot of mothers come in and ask, can you tell me about my children's future? If they're going to be okay, if they're going to be happy, if they're going to have children, if their marriage is going to stay together. There are a lot of different approaches and intentions because they are not always the same thing. Mm -hmm. So then inform us about what the other kind of reading is for psychic. Oh, okay. So I'm going to use the example, actually, and I'm going to go into quite a bit of detail on this one. And it's age appropriate for all kinds of people, both men and women. And it can be during any kind of transition in life. The one example that I'm going to use currently is... A woman who came in and asked about having a psychic reading for future, wide open, no boundaries. So that's in part of our consent process. She truly meant it for the entire hour. And here's what she got in a psychic reading. So there her spirit guides, her soul came through to say that in her future, she needed connectivity to different types of experiences and people. They suggested in her hour that she join or think about joining or what it would require of her to join a group of some sort that challenged her about her social connectivity. I got a lot of anxiety out of her. At her age, she felt like she was too old to join something new. And I'm not saying her her name or her age on purpose right now. Just so that people can think, geez, do I feel like that too at my age? And I'm all, and I'm all, I'm only 20 or I'm only 40 or I'm only 60 years old. Do I feel like that too? Because sometimes we feel that even at a very young age or different ages, that if we're not really good at what the group is doing, we shouldn't be in the group. I literally had this in grade seven electives. (laughs) I was like 13 years old. All my friends were snowboarders and I thought, well, I'm past the age of development. <laughs> yeah. If my body was going to learn how to do it, it would have known already. So I'm too old to start snowboarding. At what at grade seven? Thir- 13. Yeah. And I think that's why I said it's really important that I don't give away her age. Because I think people are going to at some points guess that she's older. And at some points are going to think, geez, maybe she's my age. I think this. I'm going through that. Part of joining a group had to do with that different groups, and one in particular that she was recommended to in her community, 
allows for full participation and partial participation in things or a withdrawing from some events and situations altogether. So choice. Yes. And it'll, so it allowed her to assess her comfort level, her discomfort, where she was willing to challenge herself and where she was uncomfortable in a challenge. I think I would also like to note that she has the opportunity at that point to challenge or consider her energy levels because she may be up for a challenge mentally but not have the energy today. Yes, that came through in the session. Not the way you've worded it. You worded it way better than her spirit guides did. So good for you. Well, thank you. But they just said that on, as you said, just on different days, she might be up for something and on others, she wasn't because of other things in her life that she was going through, like grieving and change. But that it shouldn't stop her on the good days from having the opportunity and taking it. Something else that the spirit guides came through and talked about in her future were things like podcast shows, social media, technology, learning new things where she was to implement different strategies to learn around art, music, sexual behaviors, or belief systems around her own sexuality and what she's going through. And that listening to podcast shows, reaching out in different ways through technology would provide her with more growth, but also with stimulation. So she could take something through, say, a TED Talk and listen about it, she could share it with somebody if she wanted to. She was really encouraged by her spare guides to consider educating herself for the rest of her life. And that this would be something that would create a lot of joy for her and interest in different things that she hadn't thought about and things that she had dismissed while she was in a career. Some of the things like art that she used to love to go back to, but to figure out at a different age in her life had her desire for that art changed as well. Isn't that cool? And music. They invited her to sit down and listen to different types of music. Some of the genres that she had never even considered something she might like. But could she sit and listen to maybe some shamanic music or classical music while doing her crossword puzzle? Or driving out to ride her horses? They invited her to then be able to go to a capital center or um, a play, uh, how do you call that, Kelly? Like live, live orchestra, live music versus listening to it recorded on technology. Do you feel in that kind of a psychic reading that you're actually channeling or do you feel like you're just throwing out different options and advice sometimes? Well, I kind of at some points in her session felt like it was just advice. So I would stop and check in with her and say, does this make sense to you? And she said, yes, because I love art. Yes, because I like music and I do listen to only one kind. So when you say to me that I should be listening or trying different kinds, it makes sense to me. So it was personal. Okay. And I ask because I like to illustrate different points of what's happening because I think some people can take it for granted. Mm -hmm. There are so many different examples that are illustrated by the guides when they're, when they're talking about all different kinds of different situations. And yet somehow the example is always very appropriate and very specific to the lifestyle or personality of the person in front of us, the client. 
And I think sometimes clients can take that for, for, for granted and just think that this is the way it works and it's just relating to them and that's great. But they assume everyone's like that or everyone does it. She did not. She totally got it that every single message, and she made that comment, that every single example pertained to her. And it also pertained to her personality and where she was struggling. So where somebody else might not be struggling with social behaviors, they're very social people, or they have a good group of friends, or they play bridge, that it didn't apply to her. She was struggling with certain issues. And they brought those up and were problem solving with her. And they were breaking it down. And this is where we're going to go with this. They actually broke it all down for her. So I and I wanted to throw out some of the general ones first that well, I would say general because I think they're fairly general. But they were specific to her because she is an art lover. She does paint. And she had turned off that ability and just didn't participate in that because life had given her career and a partner and children and parents who she had to take care of. There were just so many responsibilities. So now you're hearing that she is at a certain age in her life where she has all the time in the world and doesn't know what to do with it. And what came of it was that the honeymoon with retirement was over. So that first year or that first couple of years where let's hit the golf course, let's, you know, let's sit and, and sleep in, let's read books, let's do knitting, let's do these different things. That was okay. She did that for a couple of years. But now she was into a different phase of Jesus. I, I don't know what else to do at this point. There's more than this. What is my purpose now? So her question in coming in for a psychic reading was not just future general. It was what's my soul contract? What did I come here? What patterns did I come here to break? And they were talking about her patterns of self-sabotage, her patterns of people-pleasing, different patterns that she had that was creating a depression, that was creating a feeling of I'm lost. Some days are good and I'm okay. I've got a few things to do. I'm all right. Um, but an overall feeling of week to week and month to month, I'm lost. And I don't know where to even begin and I th- to find things of interest. And I think about her at this time of her life, and I can relate it right back to 16 to 18 year olds that are trying to figure out what to do and what their purpose is. And that they don't always believe at 16 or 18 that a 50 or a 60 year old might understand what they're going through, that their mother or their father or their grandmother or their grandfather is going through an identical situation. Really, truly an identical situation. Well, yeah, because I, I mean, I see it a lot in life coaching where you get children because let's face it, we're, we're still children at 16 and 17 and some of us are graduating at that point and our purpose so far has been school. Our purpose so far has has been to be a student. And so if we're not jumping right back into college or university, we're in a transition period of not knowing what our purpose is, which mm-hmm. is exactly what a retired person from the workforce is going through. Mm-hmm. If this is no longer my identity as a worker, who am I and what am I? Mm-hmm. And if I have this time on my hands, what am I supposed to do with it? Mm -hmm. Food came as one of her other things, by the way, was for her to not follow a a, a food guide that's put out publicly, but for her to figure out what her own body was needing. 
on a personal level. So was gluten something that she was sensitive to or could do without in her life? Was wheat something she could replace with something better? And so on and so on. And she said to me, I freaking love that one because I was thinking about taking a food course. I wanted to see if the local college or someplace could actually teach me how to cook differently. But what the food guides were coming up, or food guides, oh my God, I called the spirit world food guides. <laughs> really puts Canada on its ass if you're thinking about that food guide. <laughs> That's so good. Um, what her guides were trying to say to her was that this wasn't based on getting into a college to take this, but they were encouraging her to go out and buy books on vegan and vegetarian. They weren't suggesting that she become a vegan or a vegetarian. They were suggesting that she buy the books or that she go online. And here came in her technology. Could she download things? Could she search out things? Not just about the diet itself, but about the nutrients. And how do you say that? Apply it to her own body so that she has to be able to see Jesus cilantro good for me is peppermint Jesus cilantro (laughs) well that's a different kind I don't know about (laughs) could cilantro be good for her could peppermint be good for her because sometimes we go see professionals and they say this is what's good for everybody and it isn't particularly good for our own particular system so the guides were inviting her to educate herself generally bringing in technology, bringing in books, bringing in podcast shows, cooking shows on TV, a variety of ways for her to pick it up. So if she wants to go for a walk and work out for an hour, could she bring a podcast show about cooking? And then she could she take the time to go out and purchase that food, perhaps at a farmer's market, someplace that's healthy, to get some of her the fresh produce if she could. Then could she go home and cook it? Could she invite a friend over and share what she's learned about it? Or does she actually want to go someplace eventually and learn a little bit about it or have somebody who knows how to cook that way come and share it with her? I just thought it was really neat because it was already something that she knew she needed to do for her for her own body. And this is not an overweight person. This was not an obvious issue. She's very fit. She's um, slim, trim, very muscular, because she does things in other aspects of her life where she stays fit, but food was never one of them. So if somebody's thinking, well, as a psycho, wouldn't you know that if you were looking at her, wouldn't she just look overweight? No, you never would have known by looking at her that she had any issues with eating or food. Oh my God, I have so many problems with eating and, and issues with food and patterns and and no patterns and sporadicness like it's just Mm -hmm. it's awful but I don't I don't look like Mm -hmm. I have a problem Mm -hmm. yeah so when you said earlier did I feel like I, I was just talking to her versus channeling for her it did feel like channeling in that regard because it was very specific to certain types of foods they mentioned certain foods to her certain spices um a type of way of eating Um, And one of the other things I really, really enjoyed, Kelly, was the spiritual part, because she has, she is becoming more and more of a spiritual person. But one of the things that she wasn't taking care of in her life was her emotional intelligence. And she just looked at me and said, well, I don't even know what that is. So there was a discussion around being spiritual, where she enjoys seeking out things like that now and wants to find people to communicate with. So being in a small community that she's from, she doesn't feel like she has that opportunity. 
She feels like everybody knows everybody else's business. So her she was encouraged to go online and to go to like a Carolyn Miss site and follow some of Carolyn's online workshops and seminars so that she could sit in the comfort of her home in the winter and do some of these online courses for spiritual growth. She loved that because it provided her with a way that was good for her. I can go out and cook with these people in my community, but I don't want to talk about my spiritual beliefs with them. I thought that was neat because that's her character. One of the other things about the emotional intelligence had to do with the fact that she wasn't raising her EQ as she was going along in life. She was still using the same tools as she was using when she's in her 60s, as she was using in her 40s or 30s or as a teenager. And that she was being encouraged now because of anxiety and depression to be able to research things like Patricia Evans and Susan Forward and all these different things for her own growth. Do you think listeners like hit a stopwatch at the beginning of our show just to time and bet when we'll bring up their names? Yes. Like, oh, it'll come up today. But what time will it be? Yeah. And and I... I... And will she say Patricia Evans before Susan Forward or vice versa? <laughs> well, I could say Beverly Angel and Nina Brown and throw out a bunch of others. And Susan or I know, Robin just, Stern. When, when will the plug be? Well... Yeah, that's fair. I think it's also incredibly important because I don't know of a lot of TV shows or radio shows that talk about emotional intelligence. Well, no, and I mean, I'm poking fun at us, but I also believe that, you know, if you were to tune into a Christian radio show or a Christian podcast, they would freely throw out the word God when Mm. referring to an all-knowing or a wit, like a wise source, right? right? And... I just compared Patricia Evans to that. To God. That's cute. <laughs> I hope she heard that. I, what I liked, though, is that the spirit world was talking about that she, they knew she was trying to create spiritual growth. And for her in particular, it was through nature. It wasn't in every regard of I want to know about angels or I want to know about crystals and gemstones or the ascended masters or geometric shapes. Hers was very, very specific. Hers was animals. It was nature. And so they honed in on that and made references to Stephen Farmer and to um, nature books that were also based on spirit animals and spirit guides. So just to come back, Mm -hmm. this all stemmed from a woman coming in for a session Mm -hmm. who wanted psychic direction for her future and didn't know how to handle her depression slash move forward with her life in a happy, healthy way. Yeah. And they nailed every single aspect of her life. So they talked about where her career could go off with some of this stuff in regards to how she wanted to be able to maybe then cook some things and sell them. And at at her leisure, though, she wanted to be able to say, okay, maybe I want to make three pots of soup on the weekend and on Monday post on Instagram or Facebook or something that I have 15 jars of three types of soup for sale at $5 a jar and you can call and pick them up. And I'm putting them in the freezer so you can pick them up at any time and I'll put them aside in boxes for you. She wanted to make a little bit of a career at her leisure on her own terms. And they were telling her how to go about doing it in the things that she enjoyed doing. I find that really neat because when we talk about the different kinds of psychic information that can come through or the different type of session, 
I have sat with people who have had like you're like you're saying no direction, no specific question, but just open future. And yet I've had some clients who have asked for that and the guys step in and say, absolutely not do your own work yes. because they have the type of personality where they want others to do their work and answer for them. Yes. They don't want to have to make a decision because they don't want the possibility of a failure to come down on them. They want to say, I did what my guide said, or I did what my parents said I should do. And if it didn't work out, then it can't be my fault. Yep. I, I just find that really neat because on any given day, one session after another, one person can come in with the same mm-hmm. openness and the guides put up a wall mm-hmm. and say, go work. Or mm-hmm. they say, here's a plethora of mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. Pick one. Mm-hmm. And she got about 15 she literally had about 15 of them. And this particular client sat there and really absorbed them and would give the feedback and say, that is totally applicable to me. I am struggling with my health issues right now. I'm not overweight. You wouldn't know it, Karen, but I'm struggling with what to eat. I'm struggling with desire to eat. I'm struggling with, I'm cooking the same old foods I've been eating for 60 years. And this is where the guides were coming in. Sorry? Was this today? Yeah. Oh, was this like your 12 till one something? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was standing in the kitchen outside the treatment room in an absolute rage at the (laughs) fact that I had to eat. I was, I said to myself, I am done. I want to reincarnate as a being on a planet of some sort where food (laughs) is not a thing to sustain my body. I'm sick of it. Yep. That's really great. That, there you go. There's your affirmation. She, she is... She is eating, but there's no joy in it. And she couldn't figure out why there was no joy in it. And the guides came in to say, you got to shake this up, lady. You got to cook some Thai food or some Jamaican food or some Greek food. You you have to do something Indian food. You have to find new cookbooks, new and new ways that your body can wake up and your brain can wake up to these new herbs, new flavors, new scents in your home. Um, Do you like one? Do you dislike another? If you mix them, how does it make you feel emotionally? Because we know food is also emotional. Oh, yes. Yeah. So she gave feedback all the way through her psychic session where she would be able to say, this is totally applicable to me. I, I love this part of this. You're saying this because this is something I sabotage. Or the guides would come through and say, Karen, we're going to address this piece because she constantly sabotages this part of her life. And these are the tools to come outside of it this time. Why did you pick this topic today? Because so many people are coming in asking for these psychic future readings. And there have been such a, I've seen such a variety in ways that the spirit world responds to that request. But I've also seen such a response from clients that have come in. If I had done that reading for another person, they would have sat there and looked at me and said, I'm not paying you. Uh, This isn't psychic. Anybody could have told me this. And she did not. She sat there and said, this is totally applicable to me and valued it. She truly asked for open and really, truly listened to open. And she really did see where it was addressing her, her, her own depression. Okay. And some people won't, won't be responsible for any part of that at all. They just come back with an anger or an attack on me. 
And the re- when you when you ask that question, why today? Because I've had so much of that in the past couple of weeks, Kelly, the opposites of where some people fully think, oh, that's crap. That's just bullshit, right to my face, versus the ones that sit there and go, nope, that that's 100% makes sense. And what I've seen is not that I've changed in the process or the spirit world has changed in the process. I'm seeing the human's response to I will be responsible or I will shoot the messenger. I ask and you know that it's always from a certain in, a certain intention. I ask because statistically we've been told that the podcasts that have the most touchy subjects mm-hmm. or the content that is that is considered touchy are oftentimes the ones that are most highly rated at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And to label this show uh, about psychic, you know, psychic readings, it's not probably going to be a highly engaging title or a highly engaging mm-hmm. show off the bat. Mm-hmm. But I find it really neat because of all the points that you've been making and you just hit home what I wanted to say is that this is actually about personal responsibility. It's not a highly conflicted topic. It's not something that you really take one strong side over and and cause there's cause for argument between people, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that is an internal battle that we either address or we suppress. Mm-hmm. And I've seen too in readings where people will come in and say, well, I want psychic future. I want medium. I want medical intuitive. I want soul contracts. I want past life experiences. I want to know the health of five people in my family um, and a couple of in-laws and a couple of grandchildren. And I sit there and go, what? You booked a half an hour. So where do I begin? We'll start with future. Just give me anything you get. And it's like, what? And, And I have to kind of sit back because... What is the intention in asking that? That well, to me, if you're listing more than five things in, especially in a half-hour session, you're here for entertainment. Okay, and I I wanted to say it in kind of a way, but I don't want this to come out rude. I just and I know it's going to. So I, well, maybe I'll say it. And we'll see what happens. But what I was trying to point out is this isn't a psychic reading at a psychic fair. And that some people, and this has been really thrown in my face a lot in the last couple of weeks to a month, is that people say, well, I've seen all kinds of psychics, and they'll give me a list of who they are. I've seen all kinds of them, and you're not my first, so I, sh- I shouldn't have to ask you any questions, you should know. And I'm like, okay, but I know to such a degree that it is so intimate and it's so detailed that do I give you all those details, like this client today who took a whole hour of details? to really implement and go home, she rebooked. She says, I'm coming back to see you in three weeks and I'll let you know how I'm doing. And she goes, oh, well, maybe maybe I'll come in and the guides will let me know how I'm doing because I do have patterns of sabotaging. I do have patterns of withholding joy out of my own life. And it's like, okay. So she's going to go do her homework and she's going to come back in three weeks versus the people that say, well, I go to a psychic fair that comes once a year. And I just go to see if they're accurate. I don't go to see if it's actually going to give me information to help me with my life. I just go to see if they're for real. I find it neat because you can you can liken it to any other profession. And the first thing that comes to mind <laughs> is um, when I went to see Don Henley at Casino Rama. And we had these very obnoxious people sitting in front of us. And all they did the entire night was cheer for his hits. They just wanted to hear, you know, um, all of his old ones that he did with the Eagles. 
and he was there releasing a brand new album and for me it's very similar to what you're talking about where it's like I've gone to see him so many times and all I want to know is that he can still sing all of the oldies Mm. instead of honoring him as a growing artist honoring Mm -hmm. the band and how it's changed and how they've had to come together Mm -hmm. like you're saying the details and the growth And Mm -hmm. so when someone sits down in front of you and I and says, I just want to know that you can do what everyone else does. And that is just surprising me with something shocking Mm -hmm. or surprising me with something like a nickname that I've never told. (laughs) But I don't want to hear what the guides have to say about my own heart or my own soul. And I don't want to have to do any thinking or growing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to digest new lyrics or a new melody. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, it's like... No more joy, please. That's a lovely comparison, Kelly. I liked that you picked it about music. Uh, the one that popped into my head had been the one about like going to see a doctor for a physical saying, well, go ahead, tell me everything about my health. Tell me if I'm depressed or not. And we'll see if you're right about it. I'm not going to take any meds. I'm not going to see a therapist. I'm not going to go for grief counseling. I'm not going to do anything. Let's just see if the doctor's right. Gee, we're not going to worry about whether the doctor goes for more education or learns new equipment or new tests. Let's just see if they're accurate. Like it, that's making it all about that person instead of why you should be really booking the appointment. And that's how can you change the quality of your own life with yourself? That's that soul contract. So to me, a future psychic reading is you want to be in touch with your own soul to say, how am I doing? And where am I going in my future with you? It's a partnership. So where am I going with you, my love? I like that you just likened it to a partnership because my next example I wanted to bring up is weddings and wedding vows. And I'll leave out how I feel about them. But when I think of young couples getting married or couples for the first time, right, where it's your first significant relationship and you're, you're reading each other your vows and what you're promising one another and, to, and what you're promising to be for the other person. Let's say 30 years later, you're renewing vows. If you're reading the same ones, has there been much growth? Because if you're not willing to recommit to reality, how things have changed, how things have grown, how the two of you have become different people or a better team or however that turns out, you're just looking for the same thing over and over again. You're not actually, again, looking at the details and the growth. Well, you wouldn't be checking in with your own self or with the other person if you're meeting your own needs or if they're meeting your needs or if you're meeting theirs. Yeah. So it goes, there's three good questions to be asked in that. And what I really enjoyed with this client today was that she was really engaging and listening to it where she would really sit there and give the feedback and say, that is so applicable. That is what I want in my future. I want emotional intelligence so that when I'm in a situation I don't want to be in, how do I respond? Can I ask a better question? Do I set a different boundary? Do I remove myself? Just different questions. And her spirit guides were coming in to say, your future is a number of things. It's not just what you tick off, like, are my kids going to be happy? She didn't ask once about her children, by the way, in the hour. And she, her spirit guides didn't speak to her once about her children. They talked about 
her her own humanness, her own personality, her own ex, her own qualities, experiences, uh, things that she was wanted to grab onto to fill a day. But everything in the day came down to and this I, I really like this Kelly. They told her to create like a chart like a, like for the week, you know, like on a dry erase board or um, a chalkboard or I don't know, on your clipboard or something. And at the bottom of the list on the bottom of the page, write down physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, uh, whatever it was that she valued. So her core values on the bottom of the page. And then could she see in her week, was she planning events that would get her to those goals? So if she cared about her physical body, then did she have food prep in? Did she have a new healthy recipe? Did she listen to a podcast show or check out a, uh, a new magazine with a new recipe in it? Did she go to a farmer's market and buy fresh produce, blah, blah, blah. And then on and on with each of her categories that she valued in her future. For this client, this was a perfect psychic reading. Mm -hmm. Does that mean it's going to be for every person that comes through the door? No, but it absolutely was one where she saw the value in it and participated throughout the whole psychic reading. And would come back in and say, that applies to me. I see where that makes sense, Karen. I see where I'm struggling with that one. Oh, shit. I can see why you got your ass up or your your boot up my ass about that one, Karen. And there was, it was a, a back and forth. It was a whole hour. That's cool. I'm glad that you shared. I hope that the yeah. questions and the intention are different. The more that people listen to the show, the more that they reflect on, on stories like this. I hope that the sessions keep changing for for their sake oh that's lovely the way that that's said hon. and I think too for the guide's yeah. sake because they work so hard mm -hmm. they work so hard to meet us humans on our level mm -hmm. where they can anticipate what we're ready for and mm -hmm. maybe what's just just slightly outside of our comfort zone mm -hmm. not enough to scare us and make us run out the door like that that's calculated mm -hmm. that's an intimate kind of knowing someone and loving someone well I think that's the whole thing of what I'm trying to say a psychic reading actually is love it yeah me too and I look forward to her coming back in three weeks I'm excited to see if she's choosing to implement if she's getting feedback if she's chosen any type of charting uh, and one of the words they wrote down on her chart was the word accountability and she went ah shit and I said, is that right or wrong? And she went, it's bang on. Nobody is, in, nobody is in my life to hold me accountable. I don't let people hold me accountable. And sometimes I don't hold myself accountable. Well, that's something in coaching where when we go through and look at what our values actually are, and you get to list them, you get to talk about them yourself. When you start to create an action plan to carry out different things that contribute to those values, when you sit back down to reevaluate whether or not you've done the actions, if you're sitting down and saying, I didn't complete them, I didn't bother, I didn't make time, I didn't have time, then what you're asked to do is evaluate the consequence of not having completed that task. Because when you weigh the consequence, it either is or isn't worth your time and the risk of experiencing the consequence. And so that actually pulls into question whether or not what you value is actually what you say you value. I love it. 
because you've just said it all perfectly as a life coach. But it's also what I think the gifts truly can give people when they say they're here to find out about their future. And I want to say on a personal note, Kelly, it was hard for me to swallow being called a psychic. It was hard for me to swallow on a personal note being compared to psychics at psychic fairs, which I don't go to and I haven't. Well, I've done one psychic reading at a psychic fair once in my life a couple of decades ago. And maybe I was that very same type of person that went in and said, tell me something about each of my kids. I don't know if that comes from somebody saying, that's what you do when you go see a psychic. Or if I learned that from a TV show. I don't, I don't know where it came from. But I know that because of these gifts and what they can give people, I've been called psychic. And so the gifts do mean that that's part of what we can help people with. I just wasn't fully um, prepared for the types of behaviors or the ways that people treat themselves or the spirit world or me in that process. And I think I did this show and wanted to do this with you today because of a gentleness that I would like to bring towards what I'm called because of these gifts and what it can mean for others oh yeah I it's important I know when we drive around the city and we see the billboard up for psychic fair oh, I, I want to turn my ringer off for two weeks yeah I I absolutely loathe that time of year yeah. because of the preconception and the uneducated perception of what a psychic is yeah and I'm not trying to put down any of the psychics that are working and using their gifts I'm talking about the perceptions that that the general public have around it and how they might go into a psychic fair and treat that person. Mm -hmm. And think that they can demand Mm -hmm. certain things. Mm -hmm. And even the way that they carry themselves, the way they speak to them can, for some people, for me, I'm not going to speak for any of the other psychics, has been very abusive towards me and it's been very abusive towards the spirit world. So I think the conversation today and this example of this person was where it was a teamwork between all three, the client, myself, and the spirit world. And to me, that's a psychic reading. It's the three with kindness so that the client walks away with as many tools and as much information as possible to make beautiful, positive changes in their life for their own enjoyment, for themselves, and for the people around them. That to me is really using the gifts well. Is that good? Mm-hmm. I'm done. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, as you've heard, we'll be avoiding the psychic fair this weekend. Uh, but our phones are open and on. Uh, and so is our email. So if you do have questions or comments about today's show or you have ideas for shows for us uh, in the future, we are always happy to address client questions uh, and topics that you're interested in. You can email us at info at and we will have a new show up next Saturday.